What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I'm your girl, Big C. Hey, y'all. How are y'all doing today? It's Money Making Monday. That's right. The beginning of another week, another chance to get to the bag, another 24 hours to make those dreams come true. I hope that's what you're doing today. If not, why? Why are you wasting your God-given 24 hours, people? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. How y'all doing today on this Money Making Monday? I hope y'all had a good weekend, a prosperous weekend, a restful weekend. If you had to work, you know, I'm so sorry, but... You know, that's just the life of a hustler. That's just what we got to do sometimes. We got to work on the weekends. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But you know, I probably should be working on the weekends, y'all. But I love my weekends. Like, that's just one thing in my life that I'm just not willing to give up. But if that's what it takes sometimes, sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you have to do it. But I hope y'all had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. I didn't do much. You know, I have no life, y'all. I have no man. Like, it's a pandemic going on. It's not much that I can do. But I spent it with the fam, her usual. Did some planning for this week's show. You know, little stuff like that. Little things like that. Little joys in life that you gotta find during times like this. But I had a good weekend. I hope y'all did too. Um, over the weekend, I got some very disturbing weather news. Um, little did I know that not only is there one storm, but there are two storms on the Gulf of Mexico trying to head on over to Louisiana and Texas, okay? Those storms are, well, now, uh, it's Hurricane Marco and it's Tropical Storm Laura. As of yesterday morning, which was Sunday morning, uh, Hurricane Marco has reached a Category 1 and it is heading towards Louisiana, but they see that it's going more so towards Lafayette, Louisiana. So to any of my listeners, if you do have family in Louisiana or if you do have family in Lafayette, just reach out to them. Make sure they're okay. Make sure they're prepared if they are going to stay. And if not, you know, make sure that they're someplace safe, y'all. I don't know about y'all. I hate absolutely hate hurricane hurricane season it's just it just brings back so many like terrible memories for me especially after hurricane harvey i'll give y'all my story on hurricane harvey sometime later you know on in the season but you know you just never know when it's gonna be if this hurricane is gonna be that hurricane to just destroy everything you know and love you know so i just hate hurricane season but Hurricane Marco has reached a Category 1 as of yesterday morning, and it is heading towards Louisiana. Now, Laura, they are still considering her a tropical storm, and she is centered between the state line of Texas and Louisiana. I'm just praying to the good man above that they just blow on up out of here. I don't know. I'm praying that that's what happens because, you know, I feel like... Texas and Louisiana has suffered enough tropical storms, enough hurricanes. So I'm just praying for the best outcome, y'all. But please, you know, be safe. Stack up on water. You know, if y'all see any reports or anything, you know, let me know. Hit me in my socials. What are my socials you say? I'll give them to you. T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. That is my Instagram and my Twitter. If y'all want to give me updates, if y'all are safe 
or you know what's going on if you live in louisiana or you know i live in texas so i already know what's going on but if you have any other tropical storm laura updates you just want to share with your girl i'm more than open to share or you know get information let me know what's going on let me know that y'all are safe and yeah we're just gonna keep an eye on that i'm hoping they just both subside and die in the water you know that's what we want we want them to die in the water just die just die like diane carroll said in a different world just die okay just die but that's what's going on with that in other news, I'm going to give y'all some little little light news. Because, you know, she went to broadcast school. She versatile. She can give you the gossip. And she can give you, you know, the hard news. This is not hard news, y'all. It's just a little bit of news. Um, Kobe had his birthday yesterday. He would have been 42 on August. I think yesterday was August 23rd. Yes, August 23rd was his 42nd birthday yesterday so you know his wife vanessa took to instagram to wish him a happy birthday say how much she missed him and how much she wished that uh he and Gigi were here on his birthday uh a lot of celebrities you know of course wished him a happy birthday fans wished him a happy birthday and today which is august 24th is officially goat day aka kobe bryant day so if you are a kobe fan if you you know which I'm sure a lot of people are. Um, just use this day to remember Kobe, celebrate Kobe, all his accomplishments, everything that he did, you know, for the world, for basketball, you know, if you just want to take it to that level, do so. Wear your favorite Kobe jersey, watch some old film, you know. I think they have a doc, no, that documentary is about uh, Michael Jordan. But I do think there is a Kobe documentary out. Go and watch that if you want to. But yes, y'all. So happy birthday to Kobe. And I hope y'all have a good goat day if y'all are partaking in the celebration. Uh, over the past week, Joe Biden, he accepted the Democratic nomination for president. Y'all know his... Um, vice president that he chose was kamala harris how do y'all feel about that i don't know technically i don't know how i feel about him choosing kamala but i don't know y'all i'm just i'm not now that i'm undecided it's just that it's just a lot of controversy when it comes to her and i honestly feel like joe could have picked better but if that's who he feels could help him win the presidency more power to him you know more power to him just please go out and vote y'all go out and vote i'm not telling y'all who to vote for but i hope y'all are voting right you know i'm use that how you may but please go vote y'all our vote is so important i'm talking to my black folks <laughs> i'm talking to y'all please go out and vote y'all it is so so important i'm so tired of hearing that narrative it can't get any worse you guys it can't it absolutely can y'all know how they say that in the movie oh it can't get any worse and they get struck by lightning or hit by a bus or attacked by a cougar stop saying that because it can always get worse and why would you want it to get worse why look at where we in right now why would y'all want it to get any worse than this? You know what's worse than this? I don't know, but I don't want to know, okay? Let's not let's not find out. So y'all, please go vote when the time comes. I will be casting my vote and I hope y'all will be doing the same. Speaking of president, uh y'all president Donald Trump aka Agent Orange 
He is now claiming that teachers are essential workers in a push to open more schools. When I say open more schools, I mean he's trying to get kids to physically go to school instead of having the option to either do it virtually or, you know, however they're however some schools are doing it, you know, where the kids aren't physically there in the school. So I guess virtual learning. But he's now saying that teachers are essential and that they need to flood the classrooms with teachers and students so we can get back to the quote-unquote normal way of life. Ladani, nothing is normal about what's going on right now unless you are about to take measures to make sure that the staff, the teachers, and the students can be safe and I don't mean just the private schools I don't mean the schools who already have the money and the funds to take measures to keep their students and staff and teachers safe I'm talking about the inner city schools the public schools you know the schools who got them AOL computers unfortunately due to lack of funding if you have not taken any steps to help those schools out LaDonna you don't need to be saying not a word not a thing LaDonna, hush. He always trying to, oh, they're essential. Now. Well, if they were so essential, Donnie, why are you over here? You know what? We're not even going to get into polit- We're not going to get into politics, y'all. We're not going to get into it because he just irks my soul. But that's y'all president. That's who y'all wanted. So that's who y'all got. Not me. I ain't vote for that man. Uh-uh. But that's just some other news that I wanted to give y'all before we get into this key key. Are y'all ready? I'm not gonna lie. The stories that I have today for this key key, they upset me a little bit. I'm a little mad at these stories. Some of them, not all of them. Cause y'all, the we gonna get into it. Are y'all ready for this key key? Let's just let's just dive right in. As y'all can see, I'm ready. So let's just dive right into this key key with Cece. So our first package that we have to unbox is this Megan versus Tory incident all over again. They didn't open the can back up. So recently, investigators say they were going to, I believe, um press charges against Tory Lanez because they believe he is the uh, one that shot Megan, even though the world, you know, pretty much assumed that it was him. Well, Miss Megan said, <laughs> let all the assumptions stop here. He's the one who shot me. Yes, ma'am. Miss Megan took to Instagram live and she gave full details on the shooting and what happened. She basically was squashing a lot of rumors that uh, people had or that his PR team was making, you know, trying to cover cover it up and make it seem like he wasn't the shooter or that he was the victim in the situation. And Miss Megan was very much like, uh, you thought, boy. So some of the rumors was that uh, she hit him or that she physically assaulted him. She was like, absolutely not. I never laid a hand on you. Another rumor was that she was jealous or that the, um, that, she and Tori were romantically involved and that Tori was showing a lot of attention to Kylie and that she felt away, which led to the fake physical altercation. And she was like, what in the air, <laughs> the hell do I look like being jealous over a man that ain't mine? Period. She was like, what, what do I look like? What do I look like? So she pretty much did it, the rumors. And she said that the reason he shot her was unprovoked 
she was like, you you had no reason. She y'all know Megan. If you are a fan, or you know, if you follow Megan, or if you are familiar with her personality, you know that she's not somebody who likes to argue. She's not somebody who likes to go back and forth with people with the internet. You know, she's a very I give you what I want to give you sometimes type of person. She's very like I'm not about to do this with you especially if it's disrupting her energy so what she said was that she and Tori were arguing she didn't say about what she just said that they were arguing she was done with the argument she didn't want to argue no more she got out the car she was about to leave or she was about to get out because I believe she said they were about five ten minutes away from her home that she has in LA she got out of the car she was proceeding to walk away and he just let off some shots just let the shots off for no reason Cause he didn't get his way because he really is a big old baby man and he didn't know how to handle a strong woman walking away from him he must not have been used to that so he proceeded to shoot her in the foots in the foodies so she did this the reason that she went live was basically to dead any situation that would even you know make people think that she was that she deserved to be shot which is absolutely ridiculous nobody deserves to be shot but she pretty much like did it all of that and she claimed that Tori's PR team was publishing lies about her to make it look like he in fact is the victim when last time I checked she was the one in the hospital with bullet fragments in her foot and the crazy thing that you know and it's not so crazy because you know as a woman i understand she said the reason that she didn't tell the police right then and there oh he's the one who shot me or you know tori was the one who you know shot me in the foot or whatever the reason she said she didn't say that because in her mind she was trying to protect him she was trying to protect him because you know there was a lot going on around the time the incident happened she said in her life like the cops were shooting people especially black people for no reason for no apparent reason she was like so you think i'm about to say oh it's a gun in the car and they she was like they already have helicopters on us billions of cop cars on you know on them she was like you really think i'm about to say it's a gun in the car and they just over here killing black people in the streets for for no reason and she was like even when she went to the hospital because she thought she was still in trouble with the police she still didn't say anything because like she said who knows what could what would have happened they was locking black people up shooting black people for no reason still to this day are doing it but you know at the time it was all that george floyd situation going on and she was like i did not want to give the police a reason to have all four of us it was i think it was megan tori his security guard and her best friend kelsey she was like i'm not trying to give nobody a reason to have all four of us dead on the ground no which is i feel is understandable but as soon as i would have got to the hospital i was snitched and for those of y'all who are calling her a snitch y'all need to stop because let it have been your little sister, let it have been your auntie, your best friend, your whatever, y'all would have been, you need to say the name. And she did right. I don't know why y'all trying to hold Megan to street code. Ain't no street code. She a civilian. She not a gangster. She's not a gang member. There's no street code. She was an innocent woman who got shot over a man's ego. So stop it. Y'all are ridiculous. But ever since she came out on live or even, you know, before then, a lot of celebrities 
were showing, you know, her their support for her. Uh, y'all know Kalani and Tori Lanez had a song. She took him off of the song. She very much was like, <laughs> delete his verse. He's gone. He's dead. Um, Holly Berry showed support for Meg. Chance the Rapper. Asian Doll, she was ready to fight. She was ready to pull up on Shorty Lanez and give him the smoke. So, she, she showed support for Megan, uh, the singer... I don't know how to say his name. Ever since people be like, who is wrong? Mario, Mario, whatever. He shows support for um, Megan as well as Trey songs and many others. So I just hate that she had to rehash this whole situation just for people to believe her or believe that she was really shot. Like, that's ridiculous. Who lies about getting shot? What kind of world do we live in where people lie about getting shot? That's crazy. But that's what happened with her. I'm just glad she finally spoke up and named him. I want to see what he going to say. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. Because he's a coward, as we can see. But that's what's going on with Miss Megan. I hope they lock him up, deport him, and then some. Okay? Shoot. Tired of him. But that's what's going on with her. Second package we have to unbox is former BGC member Megan James was attacked by a Lyft driver. Y'all, this story was so crazy to me. I was like, people really out here tripping. So Megan went on, I think it was Instagram Live. Uh, she made a video when she got home to her house, or obviously she got home. She was on her way home from the airport. She called her Lyft. Her Lyft driver was obviously very paranoid about, you know, COVID and everything. She said that, you know, both of his or she claimed that her Lyft driver said uh, that both of his parents had got COVID. So he was very paranoid, blah, blah, blah. So they're riding on the highway. Um, he has all the windows down. Megan says that she, you know, is rolling her window up because you know just the wind and everything she didn't want it in her face and you know she was like we're in hollywood it's hot so she was like can we just do the ac he was like no the lift driver he was like no we're not doing that he proceeds to roll all the windows down megan just rolled up her window she was like okay well i'm the client and i don't want my window down so i'm rolling it back up the lift driver very much you know got upset at her rolling up the window he was like, oh, you think I'm playing with you? He proceeds to pull over to the, you know, the lane where people stop to have acts or like if you're in an accident or if you're having car trouble, the lane on the highway. I don't know what it's called, y'all. I have no idea. But she said he swerved all the way over to that lane, told her to get out. And she when she refused, he opened the trunk with her bags, threw her bags out on the side of the highway and proceeded to throw her out as well. Like, he, she said he grabbed her by the hoodie and just tossed her out like she was a raggedy Ann doll. I said, dang. I said, what is up with the attack on black women? Like, I'm not understanding. I'm just not understanding. I mean, it's nothing new, but dang. It's, it's happening in succession now. It's like not even no break time. Like, y'all just on full attack, huh? Oh, full attack. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy. So the Lyft driver pretty much, very much left her on the side of the road. And luckily, she said a nice um, Caucasian family picked her up on the side of the road. They drove her home. She said she called LAPD, and LAPD very much told her it was not an emergency and there was nothing they could do. She could come down to the police department if she wanted to make 
a report but as far as them coming out to her and trying to solve the situation they just very much said they were not going to do it and that upset me and I'm not even really a fan of Megan James but no woman deserves that especially a black woman no woman deserves to be thrown out on the side of the road in the middle of the highway because you paranoid if you're that daggone paranoid why are you driving Lyft first of all let, let's just think about that. Why are you driving Lyft? Stupid. But hopefully she's okay. She said, I don't think she said she would file a police report because she really feels the police aren't going to do nothing. But she urges all black women to protect protect ourselves because obviously the world and the men and the people that we trust aren't going to do it. Which she kind of has a point there. But yes, that's what happened with Megan. I hope she's okay. I hope this hasn't like scarred her in any way because that was crazy like just imagine if he was super crazy or you know just imagine if somebody crazy had picked her up on the side of the road instead of a nice caucasian family who knows what could have happened we living in crazy times but that's what happened with her miss megan i hope she's okay oh two two megan attacks what's going on like ugh, just makes me upset but that's what happened with her and i hope she's okay Next package we have to unbox is, this one was really crazy. I didn't find out about this story on social media. I literally saw the video. Like, well, I guess it was on social media. But it wasn't like on a social media outlet. It was just literally like posted on my regular timeline. It was so sad. Three transgender women were attacked in Hollywood this past weekend. I believe the women were, the one, um... The one transgender woman that I'm familiar with, her name is Eden Dahl, and I believe it was two of her friends who were also transgender. They were attacked while they were waiting for their ride. A man, they were waiting, I guess they had come from eating or shopping or something of that nature. They were waiting for their Uber to pull up when all of a sudden a man approached them with a metal crowbar and demanded that they remove their shoes and jewelry. And, you know, of course, like, they were just like, what? And the man proceeded to say, like, take off all your ish or y'all gonna get beat up. And so, of course, it's just the three of them. They're super scared. And, you know, they pretty much give him what he what he wants or whatever. And the man still assaulted them. He hit one of them with a bottle where she was knocked on the ground. And then to make matters worse, y'all, um, other men, I guess, started, like, approaching them also and they were just like terrorizing them like they were stealing their purses making them chase them around for the purse telling uh one of the girls to give uh him him their phone or whatever extorting them say if you don't send money to this account or whatever i'm gonna send all your news or something like that or i'm gonna let the world know that you're a guy and you know they were just calling them so many derogatory terms like and they was calling them men and they were calling them trannies and stuff like that and it was just really sad to see and the really really sad part is that nobody even the people like it was just people literally standing around recording nobody helped them nobody stepped in nobody did anything but sit there and record and walk by that was just so sad to see and i'm like so not only can cis women live their life transgender women can live their life also just women period it was just really sad to see it but since then two suspects have been arrested since the incident so i just hope eden and her friends 
are okay. I know that's like a very traumatic situation to be in. And the video was absolutely horrific. Like, it just made me so, so sad. I was like, people are really sick. People are really sick nowadays, y'all. So, please be careful when you go out in the streets, whatever you decide to do. And I know they'd be like, go in groups. Even in groups, people is just bold. Like, it was three of them. People just bold. So that's what happened with her. Praying for her and her friends. Praying that, you know, they get some type of justice. Because, you know, as we know in this day and age, for a trans woman, man, or anybody in the LGBTQ plus community to be attacked, it's not uncommon. And it needs to stop, honestly. It really, really needs to stop. It needs to be, first of all, it needs to stop. And if it does happen, justice needs to be served a lot quicker than it is. Period. So, praying for Miss Eden and her friends. Hope, Hopefully, they make a full recovery. Hopefully, you know, justice is served on their part. Next package we have. Y'all, this package is confusing to me, but bear with me. Master P versus Monica and Kim K. Now, as y'all know, Master P's brother, also rapper C. Murder, he's been in jail for 19 years for a murder. That was back in 2001, I believe. Um... C-Murder claims he's innocent or he proclaims his innocence and he's been trying to get out ever since he's been, you know, incarcerated. So, not too long ago, a story came out that he could potentially be released and y'all know, I think, I believe him and Monica used to date back in the day. Uh, she quickly shared her support for his release. She claimed she was his ride or die. She was gonna be there when he got released. She was like, I can't wait for you to come home. This, that, and the third. Um... And I believe she called him and she got Kim K on the phone. Kim Kardashian, she got Kim on the phone. And, you know, Kim is known for trying to help people who have been wrongfully incarcerated get out. And so, C-Murder, or I'm assuming somebody on his team, took to his Instagram account. And uh, pretty much thanked Monica and Kim for reaching out to him and trying to help him be released and things like that. He went on to call Kim K an angel for, you know, trying to do everything she could in her power to get him out. He called Monica his ride or die and that she's always been there for him. And Master P saw all of this and he was like, uh-uh. No, absolutely not. And so he took to IG and he made a video pretty much saying like he was tired of being an ATM. Like he's been taking care of his family since before anything. And he said that he didn't understand why his brother would call Kim K an angel. That that was crazy. Like if anybody should be an angel, it should be people in their family who's been trying to help him get released since day one and that him thanking monica and calling monica his ride or die was prison talk like you know he was basically saying like well he been in prison for so long he hasn't interacted or seen any women you know so him calling monica his ride or die was pretty much like i guess he was trying to say like he was running game on monica like of course any woman who is gonna show support for him would be his ride or die and things like that monica didn't say anything throughout the whole ordeal she was very much silent very classily silent and then later on i think it was like later on in the week master p apologized to monica because in the 
in the caption of the video he posted, he pretty much was like, Monica, I don't know you, and I don't want to get to know you. Just pretty much going off about the whole situation. Like, I think he was more so mad about the fact that... I guess C-Murder was giving credit to people who are only just trying to help him get out now when it's been Master P and people from his family been trying to get him out the whole 19 years. You know, I guess that's what that's where he was coming from. So he was just upset about that. And later on, he apologized to Monica for the video and everything that he said. It says that he or says that she got caught up and family drama that had nothing to do with her and that you know it was something that he needed to fix between him between him and his brother so he apologized but i hope they get all that figured out and then another woman came forward and was calling monica out and was like you ain't been no ride or die you only saw him for the first I think she said seven months of his sentence. I've been there the whole time. She just proceeded to post pictures and videos of them together. Or not pic videos, but it was like pictures of where she visited him in prison. Nobody knows who this mystery woman is. Never heard of her. Never seen her before in my life. But she claims to be the real uh, C-Murder Rada Da. She said, Monica, you fraud. But that's what's going on with that. I hope they got that all figured out. I hope see murder gets released soon because that's a long time to be locked up for something you ain't do i'm just saying but hopefully they get that figured out and that's what's going on with them next package speaking of miss monica she's in the next package we have is monica and brandy they will finally i know the aunties and the the old souls are just clapping and jumping for joy right now they will be doing the next versus battle I know y'all are excited about that. I'm excited about it. They have been friends slash enemies slash... Or no, excuse me. They started out as enemies. Then they became friends. Then they went back to being en enemies. That's. I feel like that's... I think that's the right or accurate history between those two. But they put their beef to the side. They put their differences to the side. And they decided to participate in the versus battle. I'm excited. I'm really excited to experience that. To see what hits they're going to bring out. Me, myself, I'm more of a Brandy fan than a Monica fan. So, I think Miss Brandy's going to turn it out. I mean, nobody... First of all, nobody vocally is messing with her or... With Brandy or Monica. Well, you know, a few people. But, you know, I just feel like their voices, both of their voices are timeless and just so beautiful. But who y'all got? I got Brandy to win. I don't know. Because Brandy, I just feel like Brandy is underappreciated. And a lot of her music did not get the just do that it should have. But that's neither here nor there. But I got Miss Brandy. And I'm excited to see how it's going to turn out. I hope it ain't no pettiness i hope it ain't no drama i just hope it's all good vibes and music so that's what's going on with that and finally something positive in monica's life right now after all that master p drama but yes i'm excited for their versus battle it should be i think they said it was coming up this thursday so we'll see i'm excited for that next package we have nas versus doja cat 
Rapper Nas, he recently released a new project titled King's Disease, and it featured a song called Ultra Black, where he dissed female rapper Doja Cat. The line that uh, people consider the diss is, he says, Ultra Black, the opposite of Doja Cat. A lot of fans took it as shots to Doja Cat after y'all know that whole scandal where she was in the incel racist chat rooms, you know, catering to the white people or, you know, so people say, you know, since the incident, she's come out and pretty much tried to dead all the insinuations and assumptions of her being in the chat rooms. Doja, very much like in her fashion, she heard the song, but she jokingly played it off in an IG Live video. Y'all know stuff like that doesn't really get to her. She doesn't really pay attention to things like that. And then a couple days later, or I don't know if it was a couple days, a couple weeks later, she came back to IG to announce that she has a new song coming out, and it is called Nas. But she says you have to like, I think she said it's an anagram. So instead of it like just being Nas, it's like N-A-S. And a lot of people was like, oh, no, she going to diss Nas. She going to diss Nas. I honestly think if y'all know or if y'all were Doja Cat fans before the scandal, she had a, she previewed a song on one of her lives. And it's called, excuse my language, it's called Niggas Ain't Shit. And um, that's what I think the new song that she has coming out is about. It's, I don't think it's a diss to Nas. I low-key think she knows better than to diss one of the greatest lyrical assassins of all time. I think she knows better than to do that. But um, that's what I think the song is about. It's the song that she previewed on her live way before uh, the incident happened. And since then, Nas did an interview claiming he was not trying to diss Doja Cat in any way. Uh, but her name just kind of rhymed with Ultra Black. He was like, you know, Ultra Black, the opposite of Doja Cat, like... Doja Cat is not the... I guess he was trying to say it in terms of skin color. He was like, you know, the opposite of Michael Blackson. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess I see where you're coming from. Like, Doja Cat is, like, super light-skinned. And she's very poppy at times. And, you know, Michael Blackson is black as night. Beautiful black as night. But that's what's going on with that. Y'all are so messy. Talk about she better not diss Nas. I think she knows better than to do that. Honestly, I have a little bit more faith in Doja Cat than that. I know she done made some mistakes. I know she's really weird and quirky. But I, I don't think she would set herself up for failure like that. I think she done heard Issa. If not, somebody better put on. Her friends better let her know. Her black friends better reach out and be like, girl... Type on that. I hope you're not planning on dissing this man because let her know what's up. But I don't think she. I don't think she about that life or not about that life. I just don't think she would do something so foolish. But I can't wait to hear the song come out. We gonna see. I don't think it's a diss. I think it's the song she previewed on her live. But we gonna see. And our last package, y'all. This is the weirdest package of them all. There's a man by the name of Reginald Davis, and he is running for the mayor mayor of Pritchard, Alabama. Now, this is controversial because a lot of people do not think he's the most ideal candidate to be running for mayor based on his behavior on social media. Mr. Reginald Davis is very much... I will say he's an unorthodox candidate. Let me put it like that. Like, a lot of people think he doesn't have the experience or the behavior, like, based on his social media behavior. Like, he just be, he be in strip clubs, rapping. It was a video of a lady twerking on him. Like, you know, pretty much 
very hood, very ghetto, very ghetto fabulous. Uh, that's how he behaves on his social media. But surprisingly, a lot of people are open to him being the mayor. Like, a lot of people are here for it. They like, oh, I'd vote for him, you know. It's time Alabama got somebody who understands us. I think he's doing a little too much. I think a lot of people are watching too much P-Valley. Even though I love P-Valley, people are watching it and they see how the mayor of Chuckalisa is. You know, y'all know the crooked mayor uh, played by Isaiah Washington. They see he got the grills and he be out with the people at the strip clubs. You know, I just think that's what's going on. So, Alabama, if you're trying to get you a a mayor like that, I mean, that's up to y'all. No, no shade to Alabama. You know, I've never been to Alabama. No shade to it. But if that's who y'all want for mayor, you know, it's y'all mayor. I ain't got nothing to do with that, but... He, he a character. I will say that. If y'all have not seen his videos, please go look on the shade room or just type Reginald Davis in the search bar. He will pop up immediately and y'all will see what I'm talking about. Okay. But that's the last package I got for y'all today. And that's all the tea I have for this Kiki. I hope I quenched y'all thirst a little bit, a little bit for this week. I hope so. But most of the stories, they upset me, especially the first three because just women being attacked period and then on top of that black women like (sighs) we gotta stop and at what point black men other men do y'all step up for us because there have been many many a times throughout history that we have stepped up for y'all and the energy just has not been reciprocated i'm not saying all black men or all men period but you know the statement the black woman is the most unprotected disrespected woman in america that statement we're not just saying that for shits and giggles y'all it's real so please y'all protect black women protect all women not just the women you find attractive not just your sisters all women all women whether she be a cis woman a transgender woman whether she goes by the pronouns he she they me whatever protect protect them protect us period because we always have y'all's backs we always are there for y'all in the on the front lines defending y'all to the very last breath but when it comes to us it's crickets oh and arrest brianna taylor's killers also since we want to talk about protecting black women okay so that's all i got for y'all i hope my little message inspired y'all today i hope the stories of these women being attacked inspires y'all to step up and do something about it but that's all i got for y'all this week for kiki with cc don't forget we coming back on uh friday for the black review y'all didn't have no p valley to review i'm so sad about that but (laughs) i'ma find something don't worry i'm not gonna leave y'all hanging for black review i got y'all i promise don't forget to follow me on my socials if there is something you want me to watch for a black review, you want to suggest it to me, hit me up in my socials, T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. This has been the Black Box. I'm your girl, Big C. I love y'all. Have a good Money Making Monday, and I'm going to see y'all on Friday. Bye, y'all. Bye, kings and queens.